Welcome back, my friend. This is the God Made Man podcast. Day number 12 of 90 days of putting lust to bed. Today, we're going to continue with Proverbs chapter 4, but we're going to go from verses 20 to 27. And I'm not going to read the whole passage right off the bat, but I'm going to break it up into three different sections and analyze it section by section. The first section is verses 20 to 22, and it says, My son, attend to my words, incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to your body. As we said yesterday, this is a passage of a, of a father speaking to his kids, to his son. And once again, the father says something that he mentioned previously in verse, in verse uh, 8, not verse 8, in verse 10. He says, this is going to add years to your life. In verse 22, it says, for they are life to those who find it and health to their body. And this father says, attend to my words, incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart. In these two verses, we see that the father is pleading with his son to constantly be thinking about the words that his father says. Keep them in front of your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. This is one of the reasons why I say that we should write out these verses that we're going through on each of these days. Write it out. Another thing I've been doing, I don't have my phone on me right now. But I'll take a screenshot of the verse in my notes app and put it as my wallpaper. So every time I touch my phone, anytime I open my phone, I see the verse and I make it a point to read it again, make it a point to go over some of the points that I've been learning about, meditate on it, it takes 10 to 15 seconds, and then I go about my day. And if you're like me, I check my phone more frequently than I like to admit. I'm seeing that verse at the same time just as frequently and reminding myself of that. Keeping our eyes forward on the truth of what our Heavenly Father is telling us, keeping our hearts dwelling and thinking about what the Heavenly Father is telling us. They are life, and it will be health to your body, as it says in verse 22. Verses 23 to 24. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Keep your heart with all diligence, verse 23 says. The heart, especially in this proverb, is, is not just referring to our physical heart that pumps blood throughout our body, but rather the core of who we are. And it says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. This is, this, this is where we, I want us to pay attention with, with this passage and realize how important it is. What we put into ourselves, into our core, is what is going to come out of us. What we watch, what we listen to, what we read, what we entertain in our life is what is going to come up out of us. So we have to watch what we listen to, what we read, what we think about, what we talk about. All of this needs to be guarded. You can't just expect yourself to, to act in a clean, moral, and correct way when what you're putting into yourself is the exact opposite. We read this verse a couple days ago, a few days ago, where Paul says, whatever is true, lovely, noble, whatever is good, excellent, praiseworthy, think about these things. Put those things into your mind. Put those things in front of your eyes. Because as you're putting that stuff into you, that is exactly what's going to come out. And it would be foolish of us to think the opposite, where we think we're just going to act nobly, full of character, full of honesty, when what we're putting into ourselves is the exact opposite. We have to guard our hearts. A few weeks ago, my wife and I were watching a show, and 
I know that when I when I mention this story, it's going to sound super Pharisaical, uh, and it's going to be very. Uh, I don't I don't mean to come from a place of uh, like I'm high and mighty or whatnot, but this was an example that I that came to my mind when I read these verses about how we need to guard our heart, guard what goes into us, especially as guys. We have to guard what we watch, what we see, what we think about. Okay, and this goes into a more subtle kind of way that that things can get into our hearts. We were watching, my wife and I, we were watching Modern Family. Great show. Let me say that right off the bat. I love quick, sarcastic, witty humor. And that show is like just back to back to back to back, just just one scene after the next. And it keeps you engaged and keeps you entertained. But there was a scene that that came up where um, the Dunphy family needed to, they had a problem, right? And they had to call the firemen to come over. And the whole family knew that the firemen that show up is going to, are going to be good-looking men. And Claire, the wife, dresses up in a more provocative, kind of sexier way because she knows the firemen are coming. And throughout the whole episode, it's kind of played off in a, in a silly kind of way. Like Phil, he's okay with it. He's just joking around with it. You know, uh, He's like the dumb dad that, that's commonly shown in, in you know, sitcoms these days. And, and I was thinking about this. And I was talking to my wife about this and I said, look, this show is funny, but it's making light of a situation that in real life would be a problem. In real life, take it, take, take, take it either way, whether it be the wife or the husband, you know, as a husband, if I knew that somebody's coming to my house and my wife is dressing up a little bit more provocatively for them, for, th- for that attention, I'm not just going to be like, oh yeah, I'm okay with that. It's not going to, and it's not going to fly for her either if I did the same thing. And I realized how shows like this, music like this, media like this, advertisements like this, slowly make light of situations and problems, dare I say, sins, that would be wrong in the eyes of God. It makes it a joke. It makes it tame. It, 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 um, it what's the word? It dilutes it into our minds. And as we keep watching it, you know, I was laughing along and, and I was kind of, you know, going along with it. I was, I thought it was hilarious the way they presented it. And then I, you know, I was slowly thinking to myself, this is how slowly we become desensitized to things, how things that in the eyes of God are sin and, and would be wrong, especially wrong in, in actual reality. We are being conditioned to just kind of pass over, glance over, laugh about, not take it as seriously as it is. And these are the things that we are putting into our hearts. And I know, once again, I, I run the risk of sounding super pharisaical, right? It's just a show, bro. Why are you taking it all seriously? And I get it. It makes sense to me. And I'm not trying to be that kind of guy. But when I think about the long term, what I feel like I, I've noticed in my own life that I rarely fall into these temptations at the very end of things. But rather, if I backtrack a little bit, it began way back with a thought. Something that I didn't really think was that serious, and I kept thinking about it. Something that I didn't, a a lyric of a song, or a part of a movie, whatever it may be, a, a little seed that was planted long ago, weeks, days, months in advance, that I didn't think anything of, that slowly grew, that became a little bit stronger, that be, that acted, a, that I, that I eventually brought me to a point of regret that I, I was like, well, how did I end up here? And when I backtrack, I see a little thing that I could have killed in the very, very beginning, that I could have taken care of in the very, very beginning. 
And in the same way, we have to guard what goes into us, what we watch, what we listen. And I, once again, it sounds like I'm being super serious about it and I get that, but at the same time, I don't feel like I'm being serious enough because of what is at stake here. This is not just me saying, oh, one show is bad or I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is in the long run, when we're talking about living a godly life, I have come to the point where I don't want anything to get in the way of that. I don't want anything to hinder me in my walk forward. I don't want to be slowed down in any way, especially by these little things that we don't think is a problem. Tangent over. Verses 25 and 27, it says, Let your eyes look right on. Let your eyelids look straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. I like verse 26. It says, ponder the path of your feet. Think about what you're doing. Think about where you're going. Think about where you've come from. Think about the pace in which you're walking. Think about the direction in which you're walking. Ponder the paths of your feet. Why do you do what you do? Why do you not do what you want to do? All of these things need to be thought about. It needs to be pondered about. One thing that's helped me is starting where I ended up and walking backwards. What I mean by that is, if there is something that I want to do more of, then I need to backtrack and see, okay, what did I do right? How did I get to that end product? In the same way, if I end up, if I'm doing something that I don't want to do, right? Let's say pornography, masturbation, that's what we're trying to quit. Well, like I said, we don't just find ourselves in that situation. If we backtrack, we can probably think back to a thought. We can probably think back to somebody that we saw in public, some random girl that we don't know, some person that we thought was attractive. They were dressed in a provocative way and it caused certain feelings within us. It triggered some things. There was an attraction to that thing. Nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with the physical attraction toward a beautiful human being. But it didn't just stop there. It became a little bit of a thought, right? It's, it's like, oh, yep. If, uh, if you're following, <laughs> if you know what I'm trying to say, you see something and it attracts you. And it becomes more than just the initial attraction. It becomes a, it becomes a second look. Like, oh, okay, all right. Okay, okay, little model. It becomes, a, it becomes something that you just take from that place home. Now you're searching a little something on the internet, right? It grows and it becomes more and it, it progresses into where you are that you don't want to be. But if you backtrack it, you can, you can get to the place of this is where it began. And this is what it means to ponder our steps. Another thing that's helped me is to write down my triggers. Anytime you feel triggered by something, write it down. Anytime you see something or you think of something or you hear something that triggers thoughts in you of lust, of, of sexual temptations, write it down, analyze it, analyze it. Why did I feel that way? What was it about that thing that, that triggered me? What was it about what was said or what I heard that caused certain thoughts in me? Think about these things because when it happens again, and it will, you will be able to address it better. It's not going to be always right off the bat. You're going to be just great at it. It's going to take time in understanding what you're doing, understanding the path that you're going down, understanding whether it's a good or bad path. Why am I doing it? Make a commitment for change. And last but not least, bring this before God. God knows our paths. He knows what we're thinking. He knows the direction in which we're going. And I've prayed this prayer many times. Heavenly Father, help me to understand what's going on. How did I end up in this situation? Help me to understand my thoughts, my ways. 
Help me to understand ways in which I could have prevented that. What could I have done better? What can I have done differently? Give me wisdom. Give me understanding. Ask God to enlighten you and make this your prayer. Teach me the error of my ways, God. What can I do better? How can I live a life that glorifies you? What can I cut out? Is there anything in my life? Is there a, is there music? Is there a show? Is there time spent in this place or with this person that I need to cut out? Show it to me and I'll do it. I am committed to the life that you have called me to live and I'm going to do it. Once again, brothers, sisters, let's not be hearers of the word only, but doers as well. Take this, meditate on it, ponder the path of your of your feet. Think to yourself, why am I doing the things that I, I, I like to do? Why am I not doing the certain things that I want to do? Why do I do these things that I don't want to do? Ponder the path of your feet. Bring this before God and make it your prayer. God, show me. Help me to understand what's really going on. Help me to make changes in my life. And as I draw closer to you, help me to become more and more like you. Help me to live this life that's going to help me glorify you in everything that I say, in everything I think, in everything I do. May it be a reflection of you. Amen.